For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Yeah, so Christmas done come and gone. Yeah. Right, now here we sit. Up to our latissimus door size and stuffed. Oh yeah, I, I I got a lot of good stuff this Christmas as as always, and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it seems like it seems well, it seems like you know with the kids since they're older now, you you buy less stuff but more expensive, more expensive stuff. stuff. So yeah. it's like instead of like twenty gifts per kid, you're buying four or five, and you're spending uh-huh. as as much money or maybe even more. I heard a rumor. I don't. I don't know where some nut probably said that this Christmas was formed for something else. It was somebody's birthday, but actually, mm-hmm. as I know, it's celebrating the occasion back in the Garden of Eden when God created stuff. <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Th- this is what it it, it is all about. All right. So here we are, sitting back contentedly, rubbing our tummies from being yep. filled with what is it, ham on Christmas or turkey? Or? I think it's traditionally ham. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean turkey. Some people use turkey, but people have gotten yeah. off into so many different tangents of what yeah. they they eat on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So, well, but I, I would say traditionally ham. Yeah, is, we do is lamb. So you do generally, lamb. but I I'm lamb a, can I'm be a, used for Easter too. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. a vegetarian who eats meat okay really i'm generally live you know a a pretty much vegan existence right but you know we got in last uh a couple of weeks ago this business about uh, a chick-fil-a and Ryder university yes and the left uh trying to boycott chick-fil-a the the fast food place uh because the owners the creators who one of who's dead now anyway the suspicion is that, well, in fact, it wasn't suspicion that he was a Christian, he claimed, and he followed Christian ideals, and he uh, would, the, the, the businesses were closed on Sunday yeah. as a sign of that. Well, somehow or other, this ran afoul of some of the, the we we're talking about victim groups one time, too, of one of the intimidating victim, most intimidating of the victim groups, and uh Somehow, it seemed to escape them that the people working in there, when they went in to buy a sandwich, which I'm told is very good sandwich. Oh, I love that stuff. uh, They're not going to grab them, jerk them over the counter, haul, drag them into the back room, and throw them in a baptismal font. No. And convert them. No. (laughs) Not at all. They don't care. They're selling chicken. The chickens haven't been baptized either. But the left is apoplectic over the whole thing. So... You know, I you asked me at the time we were talking about it, have I eaten at Chick-fil-A? No, I have nothing against them. I have great admiration for them. Right. From what I hear, it's a Do they have any outstanding. Uh, any locations by you? I don't think they're uh, reasonably Manor. so, but not close enough that, yeah. you know, jump in the car and see you'd have to drive a while to get to yeah. one. But I, my thing is I gave up fast food. I don't want to say junk food because I don't think their food is junk yeah. at all. Uh and I was just thinking, and I may be one of the few people in America, the last fast food that I had mm-hmm. was a Big Mac oh, in 1973. 
Really? That long ago? It was absolutely delicious. I was at that time in my uh, metamorphosis working in Seattle, Mm -hmm. and I could remember the event. I was down by the Mercer Island floating bridge just about, and they had a a McDonald's there, so I stopped off. I I left the car because this was going along uh, Lake Washington, the the shores. Right. And uh, because that's where the bridge was going over. And uh, I just pulled in and says, I'm going to try this just for the heck of it. Because if if it's 73, I don't think that was long after the Big Mac was actually invented, probably within five years. I I don't remember. But anyway, it was absolutely delicious. And for some reason or other, that struck me (laughs) about (laughs) if I get hooked on this, (laughs) it's not going to be good for me. Wow. So, uh, and I said, I had also pretty much given up processed foods, which for years I've not eaten processed foods or tried not to, which is now, you know, perfectly considered a sensible thing to do. At that time, you were some kind of a freak. So, I mean, so. But but I have nothing against them, but I I just, I I, I remembered my Big Mac (laughs) and how good it was. Oh, gosh. So. That, that That is an incredible life of willpower that you, that you have lived. You get used to it and you don't think about it. I actually one time went out uh, with some friends. I was working at a radio station in Philadelphia, and we went out uh, one night uh, because they'd found a steakhouse somewhere over in Pennsylvania that served huge portions of steak. Well, I you know, hadn't eaten one, so I went over there, and I ate a huge portion of steak. Mm. Got so sick. It was delicious, perfectly done. Everybody else, you know, was what? But I, my body just... Couldn't tolerate. Yeah, if your body is not used to that sort of thing, yeah, it's the it same thing. To. If your if your body is used to fast food, it yeah. it, it will. But I'm, be able I'm not to preaching. I'm not trying to sell anybody anything. Right. Incidentally, anything we do, even when I do profound, in my view, I'm not trying to sell you anything. <laughs> the, these are these are just thoughts. You know, in, in my later you know last couple of years, um, I've just come to realize that. There's so much preservatives in so many items that we eat that we consume. Yeah, um, this, yeah. and I was gonna—I was just gonna say that some foods that are produced overseas in different countries, I don't see as many preservatives in some of those items, like from like from Britain or from Ireland. You get some specialty foods. Mm-hmm. You don't see the preservatives by and large that you do from American foods. It's it's a it's a dilemma because it's a necessity because the food distribution system and the various climates, you do not have year round access to fresh foods. Right. And in your east, your big cities, you're certainly not going to have grazing land for cattle right. uh, or livestock. And so you have to sort of go this way with the preservatives. On the other hand, these do have a, an effect on the human body and the mind. And I wonder if sometimes this violent culture we have, this culture that is absolutely insane, a popular culture that's a sewer, Yeah. Uh, if this does not have to do with our diet. I I totally agree with you. I think it has something to do with the diets. Do you realize that this... As far as I know, a, a phenomenon, this is the most affluent country, society that ever there was. Abundance of everything. Freedom, abundance of freedom. It's the absolute perfect society that has been created. And yet people in it are drug besotted from trying to escape it. 
what? Why would you escape from paradise? What is, what is the problem going on here? But something that's in this mix uh, is, is driving people <laughs> to do erratic, yes. insane things. Mm-hmm. So you do have to wonder if one of the ingredients is maybe not the diet, if you actually look at what's in the food that you're, that you're eating. And the chemistry of the human body. I'll tell you, for this past year, and it's been almost a year, I, I've, I've made my, my New Year's resolution last year to avoid foods with high fructose syrup in yeah. because, and, and it's amazing, it was amazing to me, it was a real education, having, looking at all of the labels at the different products that you consume. <laughs> yeah. Some of the products yeah. that you, uh-huh. you don't think have high fructose corn syrup in it, has it? It's oh, yeah. it's it's it, it was just insane. I'm I'm looking at this. I'm going really. <laughs> I, I mean, nothing comes to mind right now. But you would you would you would not think that some items, you know, because you you would think obviously like cereals and things like uh-huh. that that makes it sweet and and tasty. But I mean vegetables. I mean yeah. for preservative reasons. So many things have that high fructose. Well, corn it's, syrup. it's 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 commercial too because it's cheaper than sugar. For for the manufacturer right. of it, the uh, the corn industry is generally it's almost a monopoly by huge Midwestern corporations in this country, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons that it is said that you have this mass exodus from uh, the farming areas, the poor areas of of Central and South America, which used to depend on corn. Now these companies, American companies, control all that, and they take the corn. <laughs> Yeah. And make high fructose corn syrup out of it instead <laughs> right. of feeding a Mexican family. Yeah, which is, which is one of the assertions. Yeah, yeah. I, I love baklava, oh, the, the Middle yeah. Eastern Turkish. Yes. I love baklava. Somebody sent me a box of baklava, and I I was about to take a bite, and I said, "What are what's in here?" Because originally baklava was was nuts, walnuts, ground honey, yeah. flaky pastry, but it was sweetened with honey. And I looked, the number one ingredient was high fructose corn really? syrup. So it's like you're drinking it. Oh, it's like, what a letdown. So I had to go out with tears in my eyes and toss out the baklava. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this, but, uh, but we're in pro- a trap. We're in a trap. Yeah. But some products, like I say, some products that are produced overseas in different countries, they taste a lot better without all of these preservatives. Well, I don't know. know. You get stuff that's made in other countries uh, who have different standards. Right. And mm-hmm. so you don't know. I mean, you may have this that doesn't have a certain ingredient in it, but it may have contained something that was grown with the soil so sodden with chemical fertilizers. (laughs) Talk about meats for a second. What do you know? Do you know anything about meats produced in like Australia? Because I see meats like beef and things like that in our markets that Uh are produced in Australia. Well, New Zealand and Australia, especially lamb. I I guess they're, I guess they're healthy. It's, it's healthier. Well, if they're grass fed, you see, this is the problem here and they're not using steroids and other chemicals to beef them up. Right. And I don't know. You have to kind of depend on what you hope is the honesty of the, uh, the processor that says that this is grass fed. Yeah. But so the stuff that I eat, the meat generally is certified, open range. I eat a lot of when I eat uh, beef, beef. I eat buffalo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah, I've had I haven't that a few had times. any beef for a long time because of that. Yeah. Uh, the way they the much chemicals leaner in it. and uh, it, it tastes just as good. And there's a good possibility they're honestly telling the truth when they say it was grass fed. 
right. and not somebody walk by the the speeding pen where they're in there and <laughs> engorging chemicals and toss a handful of grass in there. Right. Do you know one time uh, th- th- this struck me, and this is why you got to be careful. Uh, they were talking about uh, what uh, what are the eggs, chickens, open. Oh, the cage free, cage free. Okay, cage free. Well, that doesn't mean anything. What the cage free thing? You think okay, this chicken's out there in a big field pecking away. Yeah, like you see in the uh, the the Purdue commercial. Mm. Yes. And so, but I looked up the regulation. The regulation says. If a chicken can see outside the window in the chicken it's house, he's, a, he's, he's, he's cage he's free. free. He, he's open, uh, whatever the uh, <laughs> open range or whatever. I figured out one time there was a oh, Purdue God. commercial, and and I'm I'm not I'm nothing against their product. Obviously, yeah. that's just how the commercials work. And they have the the founder, the head Purdue now, and his two sons. Have you seen that? And they're talking about their grass fed, uh, all chickens, organic chickens, no mm-hmm. antibiotics or you know no no. Uh, Monos- High fructose corn yeah, syrup. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go into it. But, and they show this field and with these chickens. And these are the grass fed chickens. Now, I counted the chickens and I guessed the size of the field. Mm. And it seems like there was something like 12 chickens and it looked like two or three acres. <laughs> now, they sell what? Millions of chickens a year. Yes. So I tried to figure out as best I could at that rate. How much land would they need to sell a million chickens? <laughs> and it came out half the size of the state of Delaware. In New Jersey terms, it was uh, it was all of Ocean and part of Monmouth counties <laughs> that you would need to actually do that. Well, but that's uh, fun. Advertising is fun. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jim Gerhardt. Again, I'd like to tell you something about Robert Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage. Now, Rob guarantees to sell your home at a price and a deadline that you agree to or he will buy it. And there's no risk to you because he'll let you out of that contract anytime. Now, just imagine this. The stress of going through a wedding, moving to a new house, having a whole change of life, still not being able to sell the house, then deal with two mortgages at the same time. That's what a lady named Marina of North Plainfield was going through. Just married, just moved. Her old house was on the market six months with another agent. No activity. So, what do you do? Well, you talk to Rob Dukansky. Rob sat down with Marina, came up with a marketing plan, matched the home with his database of buyers, and bam, over 100 showings. So call the official real estate agent of 101.5 and the only agent I would think of calling if I needed to sell my home, Rob Dukansky, 855-350-1015, 855-350-1015, or online at robsellsnj.com. Talk to Rob and start packing. There was a piece on 60 Minutes on CBS uh, a little while back about research going on at the National Institutes of Health on the effect of exposure to this uh, media, mm-hmm. electronic media, on children, very young children. Wow. And they, the upshot of it was that they found out through constantly monitoring this group's uh, brain activity that it is, it is having an effect on the brain. It definitely is changing some of the brain activity and function. Hmm. Nobody knows where it's going. But now this is, and of course, it's more in the kids who are on this more. But it's sort of a madness, really, because you see little kids using this. I saw a, a parent with a child, a child I couldn't have been more than a year old, yeah. who had as a toy a little toy uh like a smartphone. Like a, like a smartphone, man. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, like, I've seen, I've seen like, that, too. Yeah, like we used to have little toy telephones. Kids in know, a little we stroller, babies. it's like the kids looking at the phone. Yeah. It's, it's mesmerized by yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, on the uh, 
<laughs> is a possibility. But then you have to think, if this is changing their brain, uh, cross your fingers. Could be for the good. Because this world is insane right now. I mean, I don't think they could make it any worse by doing that. Also, sleep texting has come up. Mm. Texting in their sleep. They're doing that. Large numbers of young people are texting in their sleep. What are they? They're just because their their brains are still running while their bodies are sleeping. But and and they'll pick up the phone apparently from the bedside table and start texting the next day. Whoever got the text will figure, what the heck are you talking about? It didn't make any sense. It's a bunch of And then the person who did the texting doesn't even remember Doesn't even remember doing Mm. it. So people and there's a large number of people doing that. So I had to think this this is uh, this is it for this generation. This is the way it's gonna be. They're not gonna give any of this up. Although again, the National Institutes of Health are through some of their research, they're suggesting that you only let the kid play with it for, you know, a certain limited time a day. Right. Because after that, then it becomes all-consuming. It is an addiction. There's no doubt about that. Because mm-hmm. it releases dopamines the same as narcotics do in right. the brain. So, to create pleasure. So, I was thinking, what, what did I do? What did we do when we were that age? And it was a different world then. Right. Nobody thought of the, anything like that. And here we would have to entertain ourselves just as do kids now. Right. Now, I'm talking about young, let's say you were back to 10, 11 years old or, you know, 9, 10, 11 or something like that. What did we do? Now, you have to remember, first of all, now, Bob, what I'm talking when I was born, Herbert Hoover was president. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this, this ain't not your right. experience being younger. You're sort of in the middle. Right. Between Herbert Hoover <laughs> and uh, whoever's on the <laughs> Donald Trump, I guess. We we played games. We played outside. Yes, that, we, that uh, was the thing. Yeah, I mean, very limited. Television yeah, you were a kid before the, this yeah. digital revolution. I mean, know. mind you, I mean, I got into this business, the the broadcasting business, probably because my grandparents were. You know, my grandfather was an audiophile. He oh. loved uh, his his uh, stereo, and he was a trumpet player. And oh. I got involved in 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 all kinds of electronics early on. But I also spent a lot of time outside playing, so I didn't yeah. like veg out oh. in front of a television or. Well, now you grew up in New Jersey. Yes, I grew up down in the foothills of the Shenandoah Valley, down in Virginia, where the climate was warm, mm-hmm. so we could spend more time outside. In addition to just running and playing and roughhousing and playing grab ass, you know, until you're exhausted, uh, one of the big things I do remember was that uh, was sleeping out. That was big because the weather was generally out, good yeah. three seasons a oh, year almost. That must have been great. Remember sleeping out? Yep, I and used you, to camp you, out you in our backyard. You made a fort. Yeah, and you slept out in the fort, and so you had to do something while you were there. You were out of the parents' control. So, what what happened was the up the gist of it was. We had, among other things, a a naughty parody for every popular song. <laughs> we would make up these, and almost any song that was pop on the hit parade of the day. I think you've mentioned. We had this to one. Me. Now, yeah. I can't do many of. I can't do any of them on the air. Songs from your village. You should songs put an that's album that we together. sang in my village. But I tell you one serious thing that happened. I can remember lying out there, and the night it was full of stars, covered with stars. You actually could see what they call the Milky Way, which was this thick, almost solid background of stars. Where's that gone? You don't see that anymore. No. I've never seen that. I mean, if there's six stars out at night, I sit there and wonder 
yeah, that you can see. You can't see that many things from New Jersey unless you're like up in High Point or, or, I, or I really don't know. very clear night. I'm not like a couple of weeks ago, I don't know if you saw, we could see Venus. Yeah, uh, it was a couple of weeks oh, yeah. back. Uh, it was it was very light. It was very bright, uh, just above the the crescent moon that was uh, in December. Uh-huh. So it was, uh, you know, there's some things you can see in the sky. Well, well yeah, but that's that's a handful. Yeah, and that's a planet right. anyway, not a star. Yeah, but you, you, and I can remember this vividly. It's just loaded with stars up there. Yeah, but we would play games, and one of the games we would play. Uh, was actually good, and this was like a quiz one another. Uh, somebody threw out a state, and then somebody you had to come back with a capital. Yeah. Name the capital of the state. And we knew them all back before. I'm pretty good at that. Throw one at me. Huh? Throw one at me. You got, you got New Hampshire. Uh, Concord. I got it. Vermont. No, 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 no. Was it Concord? I, I, Concord or Manchester? Okay. No, it's not Manchester. I, I it's, think, it's Concord? I don't think, right? I think okay. it's Concord. I, okay. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Next right, I'm trying to think of another one. Uh, Idaho. Uh, Boise. Okay. All right. So, I'm, so you I'm qualify. Good, yeah. You qualify. We do countries, too. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm out. Uh, and, and here we're a bunch of kids. I mean, these weren't ex- we weren't exceptional kids. I mean, this was during the Depression, and we were a bunch of ragged kids whose families were just, everybody was just trying to survive. You're running around in your, you know, scuffed up uh, toes out sneakers and, and the like. Uh, and uh, just like the little rascals, you know, and then no. if, you're, if you've seen those. Uh, and, but this is the kind of game we play, but also making up the song parodies. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to think, just as an example, do you, ever, you know a song? I think I can do this. You know a song called uh, uh, The Band Played On? I know the song. Yeah, I don't See, know the I gotta parody. Be, I got to be. No, I know you don't know the parody, <laughs> but you got to be careful because I get people now who say, well, who, "What are you talking about? Beatles? What are they?" <laughs> I had somebody, an actual physician, a doctor, uh, who said when I went in for my checkup, he said, uh, "Well, what kind of a day has this been for you?" And I said, "A day like all days, full of those events that." <laughs> that illuminate our times. It went right, right over the guy's head, right? Uh, well, no, and he said, what? Well, I said, full of those days that alter and illuminate our times. <laughs> and, and I looked at him, he was looking, I said, it was Walter Cronkite, one of Walter Cronkite's lines. Hmm. He says, I don't remember Walter Cronkite. <laughs> How quickly we forget. Know, yeah. We've gone. But anyways, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the song called The Band Played On, and it went, Casey would waltz with the strawberry blonde, and the band played on. He glide cross, let's see, the floor with the girl he adored, and the band played on. All right, now I'm going to try this. This is our parody. We'd sit there and sing at night looking at the stars. Oh, Casey got hit with a bucket of blank, <laughs> and the band <laughs> played on. He glide crossed the floor and got hit with some more, <laughs> and the band played on. You know, to this day, I laugh every time I oh think of that. Gosh. I cannot, I guess everybody's got something that just sets their funny bone off. I wanted to invite you to one of our Boy Scout camping trips so you could perform at the uh, campfire that we do on Saturday nights. I learned every naughty limerick. <laughs> And unfortunately, I see, I can forget what I had for breakfast, but I can't forget <laughs> the lady from France who got on the train by chance, you know, to doodle 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 Oh, my gosh. And uh, But parodies of great poems, 
the uh, dangerous Dan McGrew is always a favorite. <laughs> but uh, whoa, I won't whoa. touch that one. <laughs> or the the man from Nantucket, right? Oh well, I, <laughs> the there's, good old there's, man there's a bunch of those. Uh, but <laughs> that's how we spent our time, for better or for worse. So, arguably, <laughs> the the uh, the smartphone might be an improvement. Right, over <laughs> a little that. bit less dangerous. Yeah. But but it's the 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 addiction to it, as I, I had yes. mentioned last week, and it's hard to explain. But the concept is that human life, everything in our life, how we judge things, what we believed, and what we did, and everything, was historically based on what nature or the world, the earth. Now it's leaving that, and everything is based on technology, mm. which is a man-created world. Yeah, right so well. we're going from the God-created natural world to a man-created world in our heads. It's gone from reality where, is virtual as opposed to real. It's gone from where man, ha- human, humankind has uh, been in control of technology, and now technology is in control of us. Where this goes, uh, you could make all kind of. Uh, of arguments, I, I'm really concerned about the the lack of socialization mm. with the with the young generation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, as uh-huh. a scout leader, I see some of these kids coming up now. It's like that are, are way behind the uh, the, oh, this is the learning curve mm-hmm. as far as like socialization, manners, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, just keeping ahead of the game, being proactive, you don't see that anymore. And what are we attributing that to? Are we attributing it to the, 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 the saturation? They're simply responding to the culture they find themselves yeah. in with all of the elements, uh, yeah. and this is pushing them in. But that's not just kids, a lack of socialization, and this is everybody. People, why, why did people text right. with sitting next to each other on a park bench, <laughs> yeah. which has happened? Mm-hmm. It, it removes the personal involvement any possibility of an emotional attachment but it it, it actually uh, certainly denudes if nothing else communication because part of communication is watching and seeing the other yes. person mm-hmm. uh, this takes that out of the picture you can live your whole life without going out of your room if you wanted and i'm terrible at that not living my life in my room but I'll sit there, and I'll want something, and I say, I don't want to go out. And just, I put Amazon on. Amazon has everything under the sun. Right. And right now, they almost deliver next day. Well, that's good and bad, because mm-hmm. it really just it just takes away your, your ability to, to But with all this with research people. that's being done, and this, this material that's being accumulated now on everybody who buys anything, there'll come a point when, when stuff will arrive that you didn't even think you need. Yeah. But the computer, the companies, the marketing companies know that you were about ready for one of these. So, anyways, I thought uh, the the difference uh, in the ch- in the, the things of childhood. Now, somebody could say, "Yeah, but P- kids got polio in those days." True, knew many kids who did that. So uh, that's the kind of world it is. So enjoy. Oh, and I love it as a uh, one of the great Zen masters once said, "If you're not happy at this moment, you'll never be happy." So make yourself happy at this moment. Thanks for listening to the new Jim Gerhardt podcast. Still cooking and it's bigger than ever. From NJ1015.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts. So you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.